0: There's a threat in the world today a threat to our way of living a threat to our society and maybe even a threat to our very existence and what is this threat for the thousands in attendance
1: and the millions watching around the world he is the one i am i am the ass he is and we are black and white sports what oh what are you talking about man
0: I'm supposed to be a franchise, player, and we in here talking about practice. How am I not I've found the best fight in the world? You tell me. Because you're retired? Come here, I mean, I want to see your face when you're asking this question and the way you're going to ask it. Little man in the eye before you try to kill him or make up something. He went, he went through my soul. And I'm not surprised.
1: What is going on, BW Sports 1 World? That's your boy, the one on the right side. This right here is the ad together we are black and white sports powered by First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard. Check him out for all your banking accessories. 317 417 8582 or John.Buzzard at bankingfirst.com and our rock star realtor himself, Mr. Sean Nugent. Buying and selling a home, check him out, Sean. At talk or 317-503-8322. Damon, I'm not even gonna ask how you're doing right now.
0: <laughs> hey, bro, I'm not even I'm not even gonna put them on blast like that on uh worldwide whatever we're doing. Man. <laughs> Woo!
1: Woo! He's a little hot tonight, folks. He's a little hot. He's a little hot.
0: I'm good though. I'm good. I have the the cool down and that was a
1: big size glass cool down too.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, that's and a big boy glass. A... <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, sometimes to keep from touching, you gotta it. be touched. I get it. I get it. Plus I got the sweet sounds of uh my boys out Football there playing catch in, in the, the yard. Hell yeah. Yeah, they're out there playing catch in the backyard. Uh oh, yeah. Jay got his old best friend from uh the way back, old young Ben. Well, he's not so young anymore. He's freaking look like he's been on a navy ship for five years. Has <laughs> <laughs> he? So they're kicking it. Yeah. Uh well I know at least two. Oh, okay. So he is a naval academy person. See, we don't want to get into logistics. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't want to say he's a secret. Oh, oh, oh ha, ha, ha. he was at one point.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I'm good. Right on. Good. Happy to good be day. happy to be next to you once again to discuss things that we enjoy deeply. And tonight. It's just
1: us, man. We're going back to the roots, and we're bringing some deep thoughts from the couch tonight. Neither one of us is actually sitting on the couch, but that doesn't matter, folks, because it's couch talk time.
0: Well, I have a couch-like type atmosphere. Well, I have a couch-behind-me atmosphere. So, technically, you're still couch talking, because if you look at it, you're kind of on the couch even though i know you're not
1: <laughs> what gotta- i'm doing what i'm doing is sitting in my race seat getting ready because right after we go off tonight i yeah. am heading over to monsters of <sighs> dirt what's that
0: i was <sighs> when you start to hit a button uh-huh. in your I
1: get it. in
0: your digital chassis because you're it. not turning the car
1: well, you don't turn the car on anyway in NASCAR. All right, I'm, see, I know more than Ford I thought. Shirt. I'm wearing my Ford shirt tonight because that's right. I am driving the PW Sports One Grunt Works Custom Woods number 57 Ford Mustang Cup car at Las Vegas Motor Speedway for the pricks of pavement, folks. I Funny. like being a prick on pavement.
0: Funny. I almost bought a blue Ford t shirt today.
1: Why not? Why not? Why not?
0: I think we then we'd have been blood and cripping. <laughs> I mean why not? We're already black and white and
1: <laughs> I mean oh. man. Damon, what we got on the docket
0: tonight? Hey man, uh well we've tried it'll, to have this conversation. Real shit. Let's fuck it. Let's go right into it. You know what I mean? Cause I'm angry and I need to yell at people some more. Here it comes. <laughs> well, I'm probably not gonna yell at people anymore. I mean, my wife is probably think I'm gonna yell at her, but I'm not yelling at her. She just happens to be the person I'm talking to loudly about See, other I mean, people.
1: like, man, I'm not getting <laughs> hype. I'm just I'm
0: talking. I'm
1: talking. Yeah, I'm I
0: mean, talking. but I'm not I'm not yelling at you. I'm not, it's not you. I right. promise. He's got the ending have...
1: bugs over there, folks.
0: Yes. Because I made my, my nature preserve. But anyway, this is something that we've been trying to discuss since last week when we had an abrupt ending to our show due to uh toiletry needs. Woo! <laughs> yeah. So um there's a lot going on in college sports right now. You know, and most people are focusing on the football because that's what it is. You know, I mean, what have all these winter sports or summer, fall sports that are being postponed, canceled, whatever? Do any of them really matter? The only one that we're really focusing on right now is college football. Am I cor- discorrect in saying that? Yes, I said discorrect. Well,
1: you threw me. The one scenario is strong, folks. No, you're not. I'm not disagreeing with your agreeable self.
0: Oh, agreed. (laughs) So tonight's conversation, uh, next 20, 30 minutes or so, uh, we're going to chit-chat about um, our theories, maybe read some of you guys' comments about the situation that's going on uh, with college sports football. Um, It hasn't trickled into the other sports, but as in basketball, (laughs) because truth of the matter. at all the college sports, if your kid doesn't play in any of those sports or you yourself didn't play in any of those sports, do you even pay attention to any other of the college sports?
1: A lot of people don't. I know you and I are a little different because we do. You are nothing but go blue, and you watch everything Michigan puts out. You know, I do dabble in the wrestling and, the you know, in the football and the basketball, the, you know, some hockey. I'd honestly rather watch college hockey than I would pro hockey, but that's a, a lot of aspects.
0: Yeah. I he mean, said, so. Yeah. yeah. So, basically, this conversation uh, for the fall sports being canceled, it's going to be about, you know, football. I mean, we could talk, you know, volleyball, know nothing about it. Don't know what it affects. You know I mean? There's some other sports in the fall. Was it cross country? Um, you know, those things like that. But um, so most of the talk is going to be a lot about football because football is really making the decisions of what these fall sports are going to do in these universities. You can say, they can say the presidents are making these decisions because it's not the conferences. The conferences aren't making decisions. the presidents who control the conference who are making the decisions. So uh, what's going on in the the Big Ten and what's going on in the Pac-12, you know, is different from what's going on in the SEC region or the ACC region or the Big 12 regions. So these guys are making these decisions of what's going on in their – predominant regions of their conferences so i mean really if it comes down to it the presidents are making the decisions about football which trickles down to all the other sports which is going to bring in a whole nother conversation when we talk about this uh this bill that just went through that these governors just or senators just uh this morning yeah
1: i I mean you keep going because I'm 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 doing the production thing at the moment but yeah we definitely got to talk about that because uh I don't know.
0: Yeah, cuz I I have my feelings on it and I've never changed my feelings and I'm not going to change my feelings or, on professional or amateurization of a student athlete. You know what I mean? I'm all in favor for creating these sub leagues as in baseball has created these sub leagues for uh, football, i.e., maybe what the Rock is going to do with the XFL, and then with the G League and the D League is what's going on with the NBA right now. It's like college is not for everybody. The 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 student part of it is not for everybody. You know what I mean? And I'll I'll speak on myself if if I could have not gone to college and still been able to play basketball, I would have done it 100% in a heartbeat. But in 1993 is completely different than 2020. You know what I mean? So back then, if you wanted to play ball, you had to go to school. The only reason why I went to school was to play basketball. That was it. (laughs) You know what I mean? So there are kids like that. There are hundreds and thousands of kids who are like that. And even there are hundreds and thousands of kids who are like that. They don't even play sports. Right. The significance of the trade schools, you know what I mean? The electrician, you know what I mean, being an apprentice and things like that. We don't have to go to the four year because they're giving you this image like you have to go to college to be successful. How many college grad- graduates do you know work in the st- in the the uh, in the field that they got a degree in?
1: Very little,
0: very small percentage. Hey, I'm just putting it out there, but this is about sports. So, um, as you know, beginning of the week, the Big Ten was first to knock out fall sports. Mm-hmm. Basically, how they said it, the Big Ten was first to the, the postpone uh, fall football and fall sports. <laughs> To the spring. And, and as we expected, as most people expected, the Pac-12 was next to follow the Big Ten in uh, postponing their football and fall sports to the spring. So, which leaves us with three of the power five. Now, they keep talking like they're going to have a season. A lot of information has come out in the last 24 hours, bro. Yeah, I don't know, how are you going to take it? I man, you got some people saying, hey, it's all good. Just keep a little distance, you know what I mean? Follow these little ridiculous protocols. So you, got <laughs> so you like, mean oh there's God. no
1: tackling, so- there's no blocking, there's no
0: touching. <laughs> but, see, that was something key that I heard when I was watching Get Up this morning, um, Ohio State guy. But he's right, you know what I mean? You know, he's like they're talking about moving football forward or playing football. But I'm going to tell you, he said, this is August. And these kids aren't wearing pads. Mm -hmm. You start football. You know what I mean? You were supposed to start games in less than three weeks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And now it's a month. You're supposed to start games and you're not in pads. Mm -mm. That's letting me know that you're really not preparing to play football. Nope.
1: And I'll tell you firsthand that there is a difference in practicing without pads like playing flag football compared to full full blown practice with pads and all that. I mean, your body you have to get your body ready and acclimated for the hits you're going to take. Plain and simple.
0: The extra weight
1: that's on your body.
0: I mean, you can't you can't not be in pads and then a week and a half. Say, okay, we're starting football. Let's go. Let's make it happen, Leo. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it's crazy what's what's going on right now. But let's. I'm going gonna, gonna to put something on you. I was thinking about this uh, when I heard the Pac-12 uh, jump on late. I was thinking about this, and uh, like 40, like, well, I will not even say 48 hours. I'm going to say uh, 12 hours later, I'm hearing it on the TV. They're talking about this same issue. So you got the Pac-12 who about a month ago, they players, you know, got something to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They players want to get together. The players want to get heard. The players want to start a group, a union, mm-hmm. an association. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, roughly about two weeks, three weeks later, Big Ten players. Same thing. Same situation. Here's a list of our player demands. Kind of sounds like, what, the 20s, the 30s with the unions and the steel industry and the automotive industry. Kind of sort of the same situation. All right? And then you reverse the roles. So you keep that in your back burner. Then you you come back a couple weeks later. And here we are. We're sitting, and you got the first two conferences to just – knock away all the fall sports. So the question is, are you concerned about these athletes' health? Next part of that question is coming up in a second. Are you concerned about these athletes' health? Because if you are, then why aren't you treating them like the other 150,000 kids that are coming back to your campus?
1: I am treating them like, I am treating it with concern. Yes,
0: no, uh, you're directing and then,
1: that towards the the, the NCAA,
0: right? Right, or, or your or your team presidents. Really, not so much the NCAA because these conferences are doing what they want anyway. And so, that's
1: the wonder the the wonder <laughs> of the world right now.
0: So, in, and then the they next, are
1: in the NCAA, right? Mm-hmm. Why is the NCAA? Being a bunch of bitches and not doing what the NCAA should be doing and say, hey, look, hold on here. Hey, you have to play under the regulations and rules set by the NCAA. NCAA needs to step up in this situation.
0: But the NCAA's hands are tied because they're in a battle with the conferences and they're in the battle with the players. That has nothing to do with the COVID. You know what I mean? the The play the NCAA is battling these players about amortization. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So back to that point, what I'm saying is, were you concerned about your athletes? You know, then why don't you have that same concern about the other 57, other 50,000 150, kids coming to your campuses? Or are you concerned about shutting these players' movement? down well you know what you didn't hear this from the sec you didn't hear this from the acc you didn't hear it from the big 12 all three of those conferences are still scheduled to play football not saying that they are but they're still scheduled to play football the two conferences where their their athletes decided they wanted to say something and have uh using eyes rights for themselves. Both of those conferences, false sports have been null Next. and void. Yep. Like yep. Leroy, Jethro Gibbs. The one does not believe in coincidence.
1: <laughs> Hold on here. Mm. <laughs> Gotta get a sip of my core because it's good. All right. So
0: Woodford.
1: Hey, that's even better. The
0: soothing. <laughs> Cause it's That's swimming. even better.
1: <laughs> That's even better. My concern is that nobody is concerned with how they should be. You got 18, 19, 20, 21 year olds acting grown, wanting to be this, wanting to be that. But these are the same 18, 19, 20, 21 year olds that, if given the opportunity, They'd be down at Panama City Beach or Cancun or somewhere, spring break and summer vacation and this, that, and the other. I get it. Y'all are kids, man. Y'all are kids playing a grown man business game. Did you catch what I'm saying there? Okay, he understood it. I forget he forgets <laughs> that we're not just on video folks. We're on audio and not everybody can see mutation.
0: <laughs> they know.
1: Yeah, they know. No. Okay. <laughs> Damn right, Dennis. Yes, they are. Um, I still think, I mean, overall, if the NCAA would step in and I know you say they've got their hands tied on other things and I get it. Like you said, you got, you got this group over here, two of the five Power Five conferences opting out because they have this players union getting ready to happen. And you got the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12 thinking the, the, the juggernauts of football, blah, blah, blah. Like we all the know, the two of them team. are. Shut up, <laughs> leave it out. But want to play by their own rules. You either play by the NCAA rules or you don't play. You're part of college. You are a college athlete in the NCAA National Collegiate Athletic Association, which means the conferences that you are playing for are underneath the bubble, the umbrella of the NCAA. The NCAA. Is being pussies on this. Because they're not doing. What a an organization. Or association. Should be doing. in At all. You had. Let's see. Let's say this started in March. March, April, May, June, July, August. You've had six months. To get your shit together. Six months. But yet. High schools can't play. You know, we're we're stopping this. We're stopping that. We're we're sending kids to e learning or e e whatever it is, e e homeschool, whatever it is. It's the way. It's <laughs> here. It is. It's the way of the world. We're gonna push our problem onto somebody else.
0: You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but listen. The did, I NCAA, the, uh, did I go off I go off? I think I think you're putting too much power in the NCAA, which they don't have, which they never have. The only power the NCAA truly has is the championships, they hold the championships up because look at it, each one of these conferences do something completely different than all the other ones. There's no set rules. The only set rules in the NCAA are the violations. That's the problem. That's it. You know what I mean. So until until all these conferences decide that they're going to follow a governing body all the way, pros and cons. You're going to have this. You're going to have this, and this, and then, I mean, and it's too much for them to regulate. I mean, if you have, if you got, and this is just, and we're just talking about the Power Five right now. We're not we're talking not about, about, that, about the the, Mac, the swag. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not talking about the, you know, the. We got all about the Big East. <laughs> Remember, they used to be good.
1: Man, they used to be top <laughs> tier in basketball.
0: Never, you know what I mean? So football. So I mean, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's something else that's going on behind the scenes. I think oh, there's a shift. Right. <laughs> I think there's a shift that's getting ready to go on in the semi-pro and the collegiate level because once you got this many players and this many people talking about trying to unionize and create association for players, then it's going to happen eventually. Now that you have senators that have put together a bill for proposal that the that that, that the the laws you know, come into play, you know, with, you know, allowing these student-athletes certain amenities. So my question, my second question is, so you basically value the athlete over the student.
1: That's been happening for years, and that's happening at every level. Every level. I mean, it happens at – even elementary, I mean, they they want them they want these kids to, to become the next LeBron and, and become the next uh, you know Alvin Kamara or whoever they want to be Tom Brady or whatever. <clears throat> they start them so they start them off for one. They start them off too soon sometimes. You get you get a kid burn out really quick on doing something that they really don't want to do just because the parents want them to do it. Then you move up in the levels and it's just I I said this on uh when I was on uh, face FaceTime with Face Meyer a couple weeks ago, I said this. The smaller the lower levels are more corrupt than
0: the professional levels. They can be. <laughs> they yeah. can be. You know what I mean, I look at it like you value the athlete more because you know, let's 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 look at it the truth. All right, let's break it down to here in Indiana. Everybody's concerned right now. We haven't even got to basketball season, which is what's really big here. Everybody's concerned about high school football right now. All we've done here is try to find ways for these kids to still play the game. They can give a shit about what, how they're getting their learning. You know what I mean? Just put it this way. Just in the state, we got some kids going three days, two days. You know, you got some kids that are e-learning the whole time. You got some kids that are all the way back in the school. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But the whole thing is to get the sports playing. Now, I get it. Sports are a great avenue for all kind of disenfranchised children and whatever. You know what I mean? Some of these kids don't get what you get in school at home. I get all that. I understand all that. But what is the rush to put in all these things? I mean, because here's the thing. You're going to shove all these kids back into classes. College campuses have 40, 50, 60 kids in the class. All of them may wear masks. they sitting up in these hallways and these classes with stagnant air, the same stuff. What about the door? Back and forth, back and forth. The door rooms. All that. The door rooms is nasty anyway. So, you want to bring all, force all these kids back in just so you can have a sport. Now, I get it. You know, you got a school like, say, Notre Dame, a school like Michigan, where their football program probably brings in, you know, $20, $30, 40000000 million a year, which mm-hmm. does construction, you know, new housing, new roads, new material, whatever. These colleges, I understand it's important, but, I mean – is it, is it is is that important Where you're sacrificing? Health? Yeah, yeah you exactly. Sacrificing? I mean, I keep hearing all this. what well, it only affects 99% and blah, 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 blah. But listen, these kids are carriers. They might not have the same issues, but you know what I'm saying? I'm 45 years old. You know what I'm saying? They over get this shit and they bring it home. It's going to be a struggle for me. It's going to be a struggle for me. Not like it's going to be for a 20-year-old kid. Right. They're only looking at this point. They're not looking at what they can affect outside. The same thing I'm looking at the NFL is only going to affect the stuff on the outside. It's not really going to be them. I mean, you're setting up these colleges, setting all the protocol and all the safety shit for the football players. What about the other hundred thousand kids that are on campus? Mm. They're not taking uh, temperature gauges when these kids walk into class. They're not checking temperatures when they walk into the dorm. Nope. So you're telling me exactly where you want to value these these athletes. So that's where it comes in to the amateurization of it. You're treating them like employees, that's why they want to get paid. Now I'm not in favor of paying college athletes. I'm not. I'm all in favor of allowing college athletes to be able to make money. I'm all for that. I'm good, but I don't feel I'm good for a stipend. And Yeah, there's a difference. And I'm good for a stipend being um, assessed like room and board on your scholarship. Mm -hmm. I'm all for that. But once you start to pay somebody for for doing a service or you have a union speaking for somebody wanting to get paid for a service, you are now a professional. Yep. You go on. But everybody keeps forgetting, yeah, but everybody keeps forgetting this hundred and fifty thousand, this two hundred, this two hundred and fifty thousand free education that you are getting that you decide to squander. It's not my fault. I mean, that costs money, yep. you know what I mean. I'll tell you like <laughs> this. So
1: Notre Dame's tuition, I want to say right now, is probably 50 to 60 grand a year. And I might be low. But I know what it was when my cousins went there, and it was it was about forty-eight, I think. I'm guessing roughly between fifty and sixty million, or that, yeah, fifty and sixty thousand dollars a year, a year. Okay, so you're getting four years. That's two hundred. Let's just say a quarter million dollars right there. Okay. Now again, I'm not saying I'm with you. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have the opportunity to make money on certain aspects. But as far as a paycheck, quote unquote, from the conference, from the school, from the NCAA, whatever, hell no. There's no reason. (laughs) Like you said, there's no reason to pay a collegiate athlete any payroll. You want to give them a stipend for something, and that's fine. You want to take certain things into a in, into equivalent, you know, to to put into that scholarship that you're making, that's fine. But there's no reason I can't. You cannot cut two million dollars worth of checks a year just to pay for them to come play at your school. For one, it's you're not an amateur, like you said. For two, you're already getting paid a quarter million dollars in education.
0: That some kids have to work two, three, four jobs, you know, go be a stripper. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's true. So we, so we don't on campus to pay for tuition. You yep. know what I'm saying? And, yep. But and you're complaining. And and let's let's not let's not make this this point unclear. You know, if you think these athletes are hurting, you're far. They ain't hurting. You have been. They ain't listen, hurting for listen, shit. I, I only played at the junior college level, and we were very well taken care of. I bet you were. You know extras and regulars. You know what I mean? I was never hungry. You know what I mean? I hey, we didn't never hurt for nothing. You know what I'm saying? So please tell me that if you think that uh, the University of Alabama football players are hungry. You're you're delusional. Look at the line. (laughs) You're delusional. And if you think that, you know, that this is the dorm food, no. These guys have – they don't even eat with the regular kids. You know what I mean? They go to the facility. They eat there. They have a whole different meal plan. They got dieticians for the offensive line, for the quarterbacks, for the receivers. What do the regular kids get? You get the little meal card. (laughs) <laughs> Go to the cafeteria, and you got to make sure you calculate to make sure you have enough for the whole week. Yep. So don't sit there. Oh, well, they need to be able to live and do this or that. Hey, man, when's the, I, I was at a junior college. I don't ever remember paying for nothing to drink at a party. And I was just at the junior college. So you mean to tell me uh, the quarterback, old oh, golden boy from Clemson, goes to the party? You're going to charge him $5 for the cake? Nope. I don't think so.
1: <laughs> nope, you just publicized your whole party right there.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. And then listen, you aspect, from high school.
1: You should give him a dollar for every five that you sell,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you got uh, you got what is it? You graduated high school, and you got you know what I mean, just a mole and the birthmark. But you come home your freshman year, you got. One left leg sleeve, one white arm sleeve, all tattoos. Where'd that money come from? Yep. So let's not sit here and act like these athletes in college need to be paid like they're really hurting for shit. I agree. Just putting it out there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I have nothing. I have no rebuttal whatsoever because... This is definitely one uh, topic that you and I, the one in the ass, totally 100% agree on.
0: I mean, how you want how you want these 18- and 19-year-old kids who can barely take care of themselves make rational and adult decisions for other 18- and 19-year-old kids? That's the reason why you're in the university. These people are there to make sound decisions that your parents have trusted these people to make sound decisions on keeping you safe.
1: Yep. And on that note,
0: the devil
1: has been thrown.
0: Yeah, Dave wants us Dave wants a cookie. He keeps showing me his damn tail.
1: Oh. He's talking about the <laughs> squirrel, folks. <laughs> well, Damon, you know, I really have nothing else to say because I can't think of anything like I said to rebuttal against and We've said it all. I mean, there's no there's no ifs, ands, or buts about any discrepancy of what we said.
0: No. Right. Right. Yes. Hey, somebody in there bring me a cookie. A cookie! <laughs> all right,
1: Demi, you got anything
0: else tonight? I'm good.
1: All right. Well, I just want to, uh, before we... Roll on out of here and I roll over to the asphalt side of the pricks of pavement. Come check me out. CWTV is actually at uh doing ECRS right now, and if he gets time, he's gonna be broadcasting the bricks of pavement. I think is what I heard. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to running that. Uh, I gotta beat Howdy. I gotta beat Howdy. I gotta be, yeah, because
0: I'm sure he'll let you have it at work if you don't.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so I, I already told him. I said, I'm going to be driving faster. Don't worry. <laughs> yes, he's waiting on his cookie. That guy's the one. This guy right here waiting on a cookie that nobody's going to bring me. I'm the ass. He's
0: yes, getting ready to jump. He's getting ready oh, to jump. He's Don't, ready. jump. Don't, Don't jump. Don't jump. Don't do it. Don't do it, Dave. <laughs> it's not worth life it. more than that. <laughs> <laughs> I will get you a damn cookie, do <laughs>
1: That guy's the one. I am. I am. This he is. Is Black and White Sports powered by First Financial Bank 317-417- 8582 that would be John Buzzard's number give him a call for all your banking needs and accessories 317-517-8582 and our rockstar realtor himself Mr. Sean Nugent if you want to talk to Tucker you talk to Sean that's who we talk to buying and selling a home call Sean today 317 503 that's 317 Five zero three eight three two two, and please do not forget to go to mybookie.ag and sign up using promo code BWsports one for a full one hundred percent deposit match plus a free bet. Mybookie.ag. Damon, the Pew Pew girl is not here. The Pew Pew girl is not here. What do we do?
0: Uh, we just keep indie sporting and feed the goddamn squirrels.
1: Don't forget the squirrels, man. Pew pew. I had to do it for. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>